Welcome to Zichru Daf Siman Remember Ram Goldhar and here Masecha Sota Daf Yud Beis. The first pair Kamakana. The Zichru Masecha Sota program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Chazaka Satoira. So the three dubs we're going to focus on. Number one is taught in the pasuk, "The Yelch Ish Mebeis Levi." A man went from the house of Levi. The descriptive term "going" teaches Shahalch Ba'atzes Bito that he followed his daughter's advice. A Bryce relates that when Paro decreed for all male infants to be thrown into the river, Amram, the Gadol Ador, declared, "Lashav Anu Ameli." We are laboring for nothing to have children, and he divorced his wife. And Albany Israel followed suit. Miriam daughter told Kashikazeraska Yosem Michel Paro, your decree is worse than Paro's in three ways. Now, even females cannot be born. Two, these unborn children cannot merit Om Haba, and your gazer is certain to be fulfilled. Amram relented and remarried her. This is described with Bayikach, and he took, which connotes a first marriage to teach Shasalob Maisele Kuchen. He made for her a ceremony akin to a first marriage. Hoshiva Ba'apirion, Ba'arunum Miriam Merakning Lefanel. He seated her in a ceremonial chair used for carrying a bride, and Aaron and Miriam danced before her. And the Malachim said, the joyous mother of children. Point number two, the Pasuk says, Veter bas paralichos el hayor, and Paro's daughter went down to wash herself by the river. Rabbi Shimbar Yechai said, this teaches, Shiyar de lirchots megiluli avia, and that she went down to wash herself from her father's idols, meaning to convert. Her attendants are described as holchos, walking. Ein halichazo el lashen misa. This walking is none other than an expression of approaching death, as in the phrase, holech lamus, going to die. Her tennis protested her saving Moshe, saying that even when a king's decree is not kept by his subjects, Alisa's household members observe it. Gabriel came and struck them, killing them. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Nechemi dispute the meaning of and she sent forth her amma and took the basket. One said it means her arm, and one said it means her maidservant, meaning Gabriel left one alive to have urchid the basmalko because it's not appropriate for a princess to stand alone. According to the opinion that it means her hand, the word amasa is used to teach that her arm extended greatly to reach him. And point number three, Miriam asked Paro's daughter if she should summon a wet nurse, Mi'ivrios, from the Hebrews. The Gemara explains, they brought Moshe around to all the Egyptian women, but he did not nurse from them. Kosh Baruch said, Pesha Dabri Yinak Should the mouth which is destined to speak with the Shekhinah, nurse of a non-kosher substance, which was eaten by an Egyptian wet nurse? Paro's daughter said to Yochevet, Helichi as yelled as it, take this child and nurse him for me. Rabbi Chama bar Rabbi Chanina said, she was prophesizing, but wasn't aware what she was prophesizing. The word halechi is a contraction of here is that which is yours. Paro's daughter continued, and I will give you your wages for nursing. Rabbi Chamabar Rabbi Chanina noted, It's not enough for the tzaddikim that what they lost is returned to them, but they also pay them. So once again, the three points are number one. It was stated in the Pasuk in Yelch Ish Mebeis Levi. A man went from the house of Levi. The descriptive term going teaches Shahalch Ba'atzes Bito that he followed his daughter's advice. A Bryce relates that when Paro decreed for all male infants to be thrown to the river, Amram, the Gadol Ador, declared, We are laboring for nothing to have children, and he divorced his wife, and Albany Israel followed suit. Miriam Azadar told Kashikazeraska Yosem Michel Paro, your decree is worse than Paro's in three ways. Now, even females cannot be born. Two, these unborn children cannot merit Om Haba, and your gazer is certain to be fulfilled. Amram relented and remarried her. This is described with Bayikach, and he took, which connotes a first marriage to teach Shasalob Maisele Kuchen. He made for her a ceremony akin to a first marriage. Hoshiva Ba'apirion, Ba'arunum Miriam Merakning Lefanel. He seated her in a ceremonial chair used for carrying a bride, and Aaron and Miriam danced before her. Umal Amru Eim Habanim Smecha. And the Malachim said, the joyous mother of children.
Point number two, the Pasuk says, And Paro's daughter went down to wash herself by the river. Rabbi Shem Yechai said, This teaches, And that she went down to wash herself from her father's idols, meaning to convert. Her attendants are described as holchos, walking. This walking is none other than an expression of approaching death, as in the phrase, going to die. Her tennis protested her saving Moshe, saying that even when a king's decree is not kept by his subjects, at least his household members observe it. Gabriel came and struck them, killing them. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Nechemi dispute the meaning of and she sent forth her amma and took the basket. One said it means her arm, and one said it means her maidservant, meaning Gabriel left one alive to have urchad the basmalka will make a mechud, because it's not appropriate for princess to stand alone. According to the opinion that it means her hand, the word amasa is used to teach that her arm extended greatly to reach him. And point number three, Miriam asked Paro's daughter if she should summon a wet nurse, Mi'ivrios, from the Hebrews. The more explains, they brought Moshe around to all the Egyptian women, but he did not nurse from them. Kosh Baruch said, Pesha Should the mouth which is destined to speak with the Shechina, nurse of a non-kosher substance, which was eaten by an Egyptian wet nurse? Paro's daughter said to Yochevet, Heliche Asiyel, take this child and nurse him for me. Rabbi Chama bar Rabbi Chanina said, she was prophesizing, but wasn't aware what she was prophesizing. The word halechi is a contraction of here is that which is yours. Paro's daughter continued, and I will give you your wages for nursing. Rabbi Chama bar Rabbi Chanina noted, It's not enough for the tzaddikim that what they lost is returned to them, but they also pay them. All right, so now we go to our simon dafyud base, and our standard simon is 12 brothers. Twelve brothers. So here goes. The twelve red-haired brothers who divorced their red-haired wives upon the instruction of their leader, but then celebrated by a river upon remarrying them, were shocked when they saw a princess stretch out her very long arm to snatch a baby from the water and hand him to his mother to nurse with pay. Once again, it's emotion. The twelve red-haired brothers. Twelve brothers. That must be more enough. The twelve red-haired brothers who divorced their red-haired wives upon the instruction of their leader, but then celebrated by a river upon remarrying them, which reminds us about Amram's divorce and then remarrying Yocheven based on Miriam's advice, because she said that his decree was harsher than Paro's. So the twelve red-haired brothers who divorced their red-haired wives upon the instruction of their leader, but then celebrated by a river upon remarrying them, were shocked when they saw a princess stretch out her very long arm to snatch a baby from the water. Which reminds us, the Gemara discusses Basri retrieving Moshe from the Nile and the Malchokas of the Pasadic Estates with Tishach She sent out her Amma to take the basket, refers to one of her maidservants, meaning Gabriel left one alive because it's inappropriate for a princess to stand alone, or Amma refers to her arm, meaning that her arm extended greatly to reach so the twelve red-haired brothers who divorced their red-haired wives upon the instruction of their leader but then celebrated by a river upon remarrying them were shocked when they saw a princess stretch out a very long arm to snatch a baby from the water and hand him to his mother to nurse with pay. Which reminds us that they brought Moshe around to all the Egyptian women but he didn't nurse them. Because Baruch Hu said, Pesha should the mouth which is destined to speak with the Shechina nurse of a non-kosher substance meaning food that was eaten by an Egyptian wet nurse Paro's daughter said to Yocheved, Heilichi, as the Yelet Hazet, take this child and nurse him for me. And not only did Yocheved nurse Moshe, but she was paid to do so. So once again, the twelve red-haired brothers who divorced their red-haired wives upon the instruction of their leader, but then celebrated by a river upon remarrying them, were shocked when they saw a princess stretch out her very long arm to snatch a baby from the water and hand him to his mother to nurse with pay. All right, so now it's time for a four blah bach chazar. Dav ches. So the simmer dav ches is chala. So here goes. The baker who brought red chalas, chalas baker, that must be more in Ches. 
The baker who brought red chalas for two sotas before they're going to be made to drink separately, which reminds us it was taught in the Bryce that ain't mashkin shte sotos ka'achas. We do not give two sotas to drink at once. So that her heart should not be emboldened by her friend who stands fast in her denial. Review disagrees and says the source is a pasuk osa levada. The cone will make her swear, her alone. Although the Tanakam agrees with the Drasha, it's Rabbi Shimon to Darsh Tam Tekra, who expounds the reason of the Pasuk and limits the application accordingly. The Nafkamina is a woman who's a Rosachas, trembling from fear of the waters, who could drink alongside her friend, according to Rabbi Shimon, since the reason does not apply. So the baker who brought red chalas for two sotas before they were going to be made to drink separately was surprised to see their heads uncovered when the woman he saw stoned a day earlier was completely clothed. Which reminds us that the Chumim the Mishnah taught that the sotas heart and hair may be uncovered, but Rabbi Huda holds that if she's beautiful, they cannot. The Gemara asks, is this to say that Rabbi Huda is concerned about causing immoral thoughts to those watching and the rabbis are not concerned? But the exact opposite can be shown from a Bryce about one who's being stoned to death, where Rabbi Huda said that only the private areas of man and woman must be covered after the clothing is removed while the Chamim hold that a woman is not stone unclothed altogether. We see then that the Chamim are concerned for immoral thoughts of the onlookers and Yudas not. The Gemara explains why the positions are different with regard to stoning. So the big who brought red chalas for two sotas before they were going to be made to drink separately was surprised to see their heads uncovered when the woman he saw stoned a day earlier was completely clothed and couldn't watch when one sota's body began to react to the water, Mita Kanega Mita, based on her sota. Behavior, which reminds us, the next mission states, According to the measure with which a person measures his actions, with it they measure for him in punishment or reward. The laws of Sotah illustrate this. She adorned herself for sin, Kashbarku disgraced her. She revealed herself for sin, Kashbarku revealed her sin publicly. She began to sin with her thigh and then her stomach, therefore the thigh struck first and then the stomach and the rest of her body does not escape. Daftes, so the simmer Daftes is a teapot. So here goes. And the jealous little old lady who had her eyes on her neighbor's red teapot, teapot, that must be on Daftes. The jealous little old lady who had her eyes on her neighbor's red teapot ended up dropping her antique blue teapot, which smashed into pieces, which reminds us it was taught in a brisa. Sota nasne eneha bamisha in ruila. The sota set her eyes on one unfit for her, masha bikshala nitunla. What she sought was not given to her, meaning she becomes prohibited to her adulterer even after leaving her husband. And what was in her hand, they took from her, meaning death through the waters or becoming prohibited to her husband through confessing. Because anyone who sets his eyes on what is not his, what he seeks is not given to him. And what is in his hand, they take from him. So the jealous little old lady who had her eyes on her neighbor's red teapot ended up dropping her antique blue teapot, which smashed into pieces, and then got her fancy gray shetel stuck in a tree because she was so conceited, which reminds us the next mission teaches more examples of Mida Kenegad Mida. Shimshon Halach Archeinov, Shimshon followed his eyes, Lafikach Nikru Plishim as Einov, therefore the Plishim gouged out his eyes, and because Avshalom was conceited about his hair, he was hung by his hair. So the jealous little old lady who had her eyes on her neighbor's red teapot ended up dropping her antique blue teapot, which smashed into pieces, and then got her fancy gray shadow stuck in a tree because she was so conceited that she could afford to go to the shadow macher called Delilah, which reminds us, Rabbi said, even if her name had not been Delilah, it would have been fitting for her to be called Delilah from the word weakened. She weakened Shimshon's strength. She weakened his heart. And she weakened his actions. Daf Yud, so the Simran Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. When five exceptional members of the minion of Yidin, minion of Yidin, that must be on Daf Yud.
When five exceptional members from the minion of Yidden wearing red talasim were stricken in different ways, which reminds us it was taught in a brisa, chamisha nivru me'ain dugma shamala, five were with a similarity to the one above, meaning they were unparalleled, and they were all stricken in those areas of superiority. Shimshim was stricken with his exceptional strength, Shaul with his neck, which was exceptional in his being taller than the others, Abshalom with his exceptional hair, Sitkio in his eyes, and Asa in his legs. So, when five exceptional members from the minion of Yidden wearing red talasim were stricken in different ways, they were brought to a holy man by an Asho tree who gave them food and drink and told them to bless Hashem, which reminds us, the Pasuk says about Avram, Yital Asho Be'er Shava, and he planted an Asho in Be'er Shava, and Rishakish explains that he teaches and made an orchard and planted there in many kinds of fine fruits, Asho meaning a tree. The Gemara quotes a Machokas if it means an orchard or an inn, because Rashi explains that Asho stands for Achila Shtia Volina, eating, drinking, and escorting. And it was also taught that Avram Avinu caused Hashem's name to be reclaimed by the mouth of every passerby. After giving them to eat and drink, they arose to bless Avram, whereupon he said, Was it my food you ate? No, you ate from the food of the God of the world. Instead, thank, praise, and bless he who spoke, and the world came into being. So, when five exceptional members from the minion of Yidden wearing red talasim were stricken in different ways, they were brought to a holy man by an Asho tree who gave them food and drink and told them to bless Hashem, and were inspired by a guest who publicly was Makad Shem Shemaim with his confession, which reminds us Yehudu publicly sanctified in Shem Shemaim with his confession merit to be called entirely based on the name of Hashem, meaning his name contains all the letters of Hashem's name. And when he confessed, the Basko went forth and said, You saved Tamar and her two unborn sons from the fire? By your life, I'll save in your merit three of your descendants from the fire, referring to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Daf Yidov, so the Simmer Daf Yidov is stars based on the eleven stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The new evil king meeting under the red starry night, starry night? That must be on Daf Yidov, stars. The new evil king meeting under the red starry night with his three wisest advisors, which reminds us that we have two from Shatim in the Pasuk, V'yakim al-Chadash, a new king arose, and we learn what happened to Paro's three advisors, Bilam Eov and Yisro. So the new evil king meeting under the red starry night with his three wisest advisors put a mortar around his neck with intent to destroy his enemies with crushing labor, which reminds us a brick mold was brought and hung on Paro's neck so no one could say that they were too delicate to work since even Paro was working. The enslavement is described as Beparech. Rabbi Lezer explains this means Beperach with a soft mouth, persuading them with words and pay. Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani said Befricha with crushing labor. So, the new evil king meeting under the red starry night with his three wisest advisors put a mortar around his neck with intent to destroy his enemies with crushing labor, but was distracted by the sound coming from two midwives where one would coo while the other straightened the child's limbs, which reminds us of who the Mialdot, the midwives were, and explains why they were called Shifra and Pua. Alright, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which stuff do we learn about the Eshel of Avram and how we taught those who ate by him to bless Hashem? That's on Duff. Yod. Good. Number two. Which stuff do we learn regarding who the Mialdo were and the meaning of their names? That's on Duff. Yodav. Good. Number three. Which stuff do you discuss Basti retreating Moshe from the Nile and the Malchuz regarding what her Amma refers to? That's on Duff. Yod base. Good. Number four. Which of the one that they brought a brick mold and hung it on Paro's neck, so no one could say they were too delicate to work since even Paro was working? That's on Duff. Yidov. Good number five. Which of the one why both Rabbi Yehuda and the Chamu hold differently in terms of the concern for illicit thoughts when it comes to sota and stoning? That's on Duff. 
Ches. Good number six, which of the when the five people were created with similarity to the one above, meaning they were unparalleled, but Kulan Lakubahen, and they were all stricken in those areas of superiority. That's on Duff. Yud. Good number seven. Which of the one that Yocheved was brought to nurse Moshe? That's on Duff. Yud base. Good number eight. Which of the one that anyone who sets his eyes on one is not his? Mashimavakish ain't no sinlo. What he seeks is not given to him. And what is in his hand they take from him. That's on Duff. Test. Good number nine. Which of the one about Amram's divorce and how we remarried Yocheved based on Miriam's Asa? That's on Duff. Yud base. Good number ten. Which of the one about Delilah's name and how she knew when Shimshon was telling the truth? That's on Duff. Test. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.